Hello and welcome to the Halls of Ivy from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Radio program. It is called 
not to cook a quiz show like King for a Minute? <laughs> oh, no. Yes. But a quiz show on the campus is out of the question, but only for a half hour for one week. But I've heard it. The thing I like about the program is the way they choose their contestants. A poll is taken in advance, you see, and the two intellectual giants of the community are elected. Intellectual giants? Yes. The two people perhaps thought to have the best knowledge of literature and the arts. The two giants meet head on, boom, the winner is declared, and I believe they call him a quotable notable. <laughs> quotable notable? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Uh, does the library fund needs a bit of additional cash, you say, Mr. Wellman? It certainly does. The budget has been squeezed dry. And in this area, um, the students would vote on their choice of the uh, <laughs> intellectual giant of the community? I believe they select two. Two? Well, now, what two people could the students possibly name? You mean you give your permission after all? Well, the library fund is a worthy cause. They put quotations on this program, then? That's the general idea. Well, in that case, it might not be too bad. The, the art of quoting from the masters is sadly neglected. Besides, it might be the very thing to, to add, well, intellectual tone. myself very well I contradict myself I am large I contain multitudes unquote leaves of grass Walt Whitman <laughs> We are to be on your campus. <laughs> you and us will educate each other. <laughs> You're very welcome here, Mr. Harrison. Oh, now, mister, just call me Chuckle. I must admit, it would be difficult calling you Sorrowful Joe. <laughs> uh, don't you find this habitual gaiety a little wearing at times? Well, I sure do, boy. This chin-up business leaves you wide open for a cutthroat. <laughs> Well, my assistants are busy counting the votes at the moment, uh, Mr. Hall. You know something? If I were voting here, I'd vote for you, Doc. <laughs> yes, sirree, that's <laughs> Thank you very much. But I should think the students will name someone like Professor Harshberger in etymology, whom everybody calls the walking encyclopedia. Not since he's had his appendix removed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> You know, you should write for television. <laughs> uh, uh, tell me something, Mr. Harrison. Um, uh, when a quiz show ends its appointed round, when it goes to the happy hunting ground assigned to extinct radio programs, uh, do they call it a dead giveaway? <laughs> Gentlemen, a card about rhinestone studded. <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell, the greatest point killer that ever lived. <laughs> How did you see that? Dr. Hall's residence. Yes. Oh, he's here.
because you've preserved your valuable lives by avoiding Ulster Gulch. Oh, you mean that lovely malt shop at the head of Fraternity Row? Oh, that brand, the boy behind the counter, the soldier. Of course I know him by sight, that is. I've never quite summoned up the courage to enter that teeming den of undergraduate indulgence, but uh, <laughs> I must confess I've watched him through the window, flipping hamburgers with the facility of a Japanese tumbler. Uh, it's too bad you don't know him better. We all get a heck of a charge out of Brad. He's really Moldavious. Moldavious? <clears throat> Moldavious, Vicky, is a recent superlative of Magnolia. Meaning immensical and galoptious. Hey, I like that galoptious. That's really George. <laughs> George? I'm still back with Bradley Bradley's middle B. Oh, that's for Bartlett. His mother's maiden name, Bartlett. <laughs> Any relation to the quotation, Bartlett? Brad claims his mother wrote him. <laughs> anyway, he spends all his spare time memorizing. He practically knows him backwards. But then I'll bet you do too, Dr. Hall. Uh, not backwards. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to know about Brad? No, 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 thanks very much. Well, if you'll excuse me, I've got a class. Oh, one thing, Dr. Hall. All the kids think it's really great of you to go on this program with Brad. It's a big thing for Ivy. Well, thank you, Letterman. Well, good luck. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Hall. Goodbye. 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 You know, Vicky, if this Bradley has really memorized Bartlett's quotations, I've got a match in my hand. Mm, but Bartlett isn't the only authority on quotations. Well, no, Venom, very good source, and Mencken's rather monumental contribution, and then, of course... There you are, you see. This Bradley's a one-book man. You know more. Oh, I'd hardly say that, my darling. Oh, no, don't confuse an affectionate acquaintance with a complete mastery. The question is, can a quotatious college president stand up to a Moldavia's hamburger flipper. A very grilling question, Doctor. <laughs> Oh, 
food's not very good here. Now, this is some people disguise their chow with ketchup and some use mustard. Me? I use quotations. <laughs> Hamburgers a la Hugo. Chili a la Chaucer. I, uh, I hide the grump with the gab. <laughs> Care to play the jukebox? Music when soft voices die vibrates in the memory. Shelley. Well, I don't think Mr. Shelley had jukeboxes in mind when he wrote that. <laughs> well, then he never heard our jukebox. It vibrates something awful. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I, I got to flip a hamburger. Yes. One man's meat is another man's poison. Oh, Martin Fletcher said that. One hamburger coming up. Uh, uh, Bradley. Uh, let's not stand on formality. Call me by my first name. All right. Uh, Bradley? Yes, ma'am. Uh, how did you uh, feel about your great honor, the students choosing you to compete against the president of the university? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like I, like I meet the champ, don't it? Well, aren't you pleased? You've been taught the laurel wreath. A laurel wreath? Mm -hmm. Laurel is green for a season, and laurel outlives not May Swinburne. I, I'm scared to sell it. With all those quotations at your fingertips, why should you be scared? Well, I hear Doc Hall can quote you right into a corner. And I'll probably leave with a light Swinburne and get knocked cockeyed with a looping Alfred Lord Tennyson. <laughs> well, I've been Dr. Hall's corner. <laughs> Naturally. You being his wife. Oh, then you knew who I was. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Hall. I, I guess I put on a pretty corny act for you, didn't I? But then I, I suspected you were just out scouting for the doctor. Yeah, well, I was. <laughs> <laughs> that you should get a chance to meet your adversary before you're thrown into the ring together. And don't forget, quote, don't judge your enemy's strength until you've seen him from all angles, including north, unquote. Oh. I, I can't recognize that one, Mrs. Hall. You should. I'd be football coach. <laughs> Uh, a footnote to it started me reading Shakespeare. Well, any reason is a good one. But what 
footnote would that be? Uh, it's, uh, Wrens may pray where eagles dare not perch. Oh, yes, yes. Kingers of the Third, yes. Oh, that's it, Doc. Mm -hmm. I read the whole play after that, and I haven't stopped reading them since. Yes, when you open a new door, you can never tell how many rooms lie beyond. Oh, that door reminds me. I, I gotta open up in the morning. Uh, I'd better leave. Well, I've enjoyed this very much, Mr. Bradley. Well, so have I. You know, I, I've been quoting these things as a kind of a gag, just to make sure that nobody thinks I'm high half enough. <laughs> but, uh, Dr. Hall, I, I just love quotations. Somehow, all the words seem to be in the right places. Yes, well, every book is a quotation, and every house is a quotation out of all forests and mines and stone quarries, and every man is a quotation from all his ancestors. Yeah, Ralph Waldo Emerson. <laughs> well, good night, Doctor. Uh, good night, Doctor. Uh, that's an incredible memory. He has total recall. I'm sure he does know most of us. Well, you two certainly had a good workout. Better have a shower and a rub down before you turn in, champ. <laughs> you know, darling, I have to confess that after all my misgivings, I'm rather looking forward to this contest. This tag end of the Bartlett line could beat me. You know that. Hmm. Do you wish me to answer that as your wife or as a free citizen? <laughs> all I know is I'm going to go in there punching. And I'll murder it. Seriously, Vicky, it doesn't matter who wins. It's the game that's important. And Bradley and I will try to make this game a good one. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's our time and your time to note the quote. But first, we note our two contestants. The two men voted the highest QQ on the Ivy campus. QQ, that's quotation quotient. Quotation. Now, here they are. Dr. William Todd Hunter Hall and Mr. Bradley B. Bradley. quiz session, somewhat like a college course. We make it easy at the beginning, and then we talk it to you at the final exam. <laughs> oh, nothing. So here's one. Here's one that's right up your alley, Doctor. Who said, now, now listen, a learned man is an idler who kills time by study. That was George Bernard Shaw. <laughs>
a second, Mr. Bradley, if you wish. This is your last question. I repeat, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. It's, it's from the Bible, of course. It's, uh, I got it. The second epistle of Paul the Apostle to Timothy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in the history of Note the Quotes, both contestants have a perfect score. Too happy to give a financial donation to the Ivy Library Fund and to the contestants, our special citation, Waters of the Week. Yes, indeed, they have solved all their problems, but they have left me with one. Due to their rapid fire answers, we're two minutes short on this radio program. Well, that's radio for you, but it gives us a chance to know a little more about our intellectual science. <laughs> uh, Dr. Hall, I'm sort of a spot. Would you add a something brilliant for I, I, I might. Um, let me see. Yeah, uh, please. Uh, thank you. Yeah, not at all. Yes, I would. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it was Emerson who wrote, By necessity, by proclivity, and by delight, we all quote. You see, here I am, quoting Emerson, and why? Because that is just what I wanted to say, and he said it so well. After all, quoting is a recognition of truth. We all enjoy this same rich heritage of the world's beauty. It is our common property, and we should share it to the fullest. Dr. Hall, that was a terrific ad lib. Emerson <laughs> gave me the stops. Oh, oh, no, but the rest of it, you can't fool me, Dr. Hall. I'll bet you've been on the radio before. Now, who, who ever heard of a college president going on the radio? Um, how much more time have I got? I'd like to make an experiment, if I may throw one more quotation of my friend, Mr. Bradley. Of course, I will gladly offer him the same opportunity. Well, if it's all right with you, Bradley, it's all right with us. Uh, only this is strictly unofficial. The contest is over and remains a tie. Well, sure, Doc. Why not wait? Uh, all right. Methinks the truth should live from age to age as dreary tales to all posterity, even to the general all-ending day. What, Dr. Hall? That's Shakespeare. That, that's from King Richard the First. Well, that's absolutely right. <laughs> but the, the remarkable thing, ladies and gentlemen, is that this quotation is not included in Bartlett's quotations. And it makes my point. Mr. Bradley knows Richard the Third because of a footnote in Bartlett's. You see, the simple discovery of one true sentence can lead to the whole world's treasury. Uh, is, is it my turn, Dr. Hall? Yes, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, uh, this should be easy for you, and it, it's in line with what you just said. When you open a new door, you can never tell how many rooms lie beyond. Oh, of course, yes, indeed. Yes, that's one of my favorites. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> yes, it's by, uh, by, now, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't tell me. Um, uh, I know, why, of course, I, I know the author just as well You've as You've had uh, enough time to recognize that, Dr. Hall. That's why Dr. William Todd Hunter Hall of Ivy College. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, how, how do you like that? That's the topper. Dr. Hall can remember everything but 
something that he said himself. Well, since you put it that way, Mr. Harrison, you have pointed out the one real danger in this game of growth. If, to say what you want to say, you rely too much upon what other people have said, you may forget what it is that you should have said, because, after all, it was you who wanted to say it. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman. Mr. Wellman was played by Herbert Butterfield. The other players were Jim Backus, 